off looking for where to pre-order the PS5 picked up just like Drew. Anyway, on with the show team, how are we this week? Do I really need to answer? <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh for those playing along at home. Yes, it's funny hearing him funny things much about it. Um, so basically, uh, this episode will be for you. Um, a little bit about the PlayStation 5, a little bit more information about that, a little bit about the product, a little bit more information about that, and whatever else comes to mind, I can't remember what. Um, but to more context on the app, on the uh, PlayStation front, um, Drew just found out that there was a PlayStation showcase my time last night, his time early this morning. Um, and so he didn't know about that, and they launched the PlayStation 5, as well as its release date, as well as pre-orders, and Drew missed out. Bianca, very fortunately, has an amazing brother who, um, has kind of ticked that box for her and made it simple for her, and she doesn't have to worry about pre-ordering one, because he did for her. But Drew, on the other hand, has not got one, and is looking everywhere. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, Drew, seems like there's not many left. Anywhere. That's okay. I'm not pre-ordering it's okay. it. Welcome to my. my I, I I'm not me. gonna lie. I genuinely was not gonna pre-order it because I was not hyped for it. I'm not like mm. even after the last announcement that they did, I was kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. I'm not too intrigued. And but then I purposely slept through this morning because I didn't mm. actually care. Then my brother called me and was like, hey. I've pre-ordered you a PlayStation Five. Um, only the digital one, not the not the hard drive one, which I'm fine with. Because, like, again, it's not something I was going to get until February. Mm. And I mean, if he ever listens to it, I gotta kiss his ass because for the rest of my life, because he bought it for me outright. Fucking yeah, brilliant, yeah. Justin. Like, I, I'm so I was so stunned. And then I jumped onto Twitter and I saw all of this stuff trending that just got me really excited and now I'm excited for it. I wasn't, now I am. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I totally, I totally get it. You, you, but see, you have a good brother. <laughs> I do you, you have certainly an excellent do. brother. You do. You certainly do. You really do. Um, what's cra- not what's crazy, I wasn't going to pre-order it. Um, I pre-ordered the PlayStation 4 and I got the PlayStation 4 at launch. And I can still remember how excited I was having it but having zero games to play for it um at the start so i i was there and i was doing all like the demos and stuff like that and the tech demos on the console and i was like so excited for it and then i was like all right bedtime <laughs> so i got nothing to play <laughs> and so I was, I was let down what's nice is they are going to have launch titles um to so make sure and you get some ones. yeah and make sure you get Not make like sure you get there and get one launch titles yeah exactly um, so should we should we begin with the PlayStation? Should we begin with Apple? Should we begin with Apple? Maybe just let's. We got a lot of excitement for the PlayStation. Maybe we should tick through the Apple stuff. Okay, okay. Drew, thoughts? Uh, well, <clears throat> I was three parts asleep when um, when it came on, but I woke up and we watched it. Yes. Um, I was a little surprised at first to find that we were not getting an iPhone announcement, but so was I. It is what it is. The focus of the presentation turned out to be on the Apple Watch Series 6 and the new iPads, which are celebrating their 10th anniversary. Yes, they are. I can't believe it's been 10 years of iPad. Really, it feels like longer somehow. It does, but Drew, do you remember what you and I said 
just after the, the, the thing? Oh, yeah. The presentation? Oh, yeah. So, for those of you out there that aren't aware, Philip and I have had little to no interest in iPad ever. For, for the 10 years that they've been around, we've never wanted one. Never had any interest in one. Never even understood why they exist. No, well, that's correct. In, in the time span of, what, one hour that presentation mm-hmm. went... Our minds were finally changed, so we and now yeah <laughs> and uh, now and now on that no, I know that you're probably thinking oh you you just watched the Apple thing and it's always exciting no even no. when I watched these things in the past I mean even last year's one the Pro which I know Bianca has awkward but um that's I, really funny like because I'm actually using it to read notes yeah now as I do this now look even last year I did kind of get a little bit of a buzz for the Pro and I was like actually that's pretty cool you know that's that seems pretty good. But still, I think I'd rather my MacBook than than the iPad. And but now, for the first time, I'm like, you know what? Now I can see a real purpose for the iPad between my phone and my laptop. I can see where the iPad would sit. Not to say that I could explain to you why. All I can say is that now I can start to see that there's a reason for it, what it can do, especially with the pencil, especially with um, how efficient it is and how convenient it is, and and you know now it's can more. I- Yes. Can I like chime in as someone who does use all three? Yep. Yes. So I am I am not as vocal about my Apple love as you guys, mm-hmm. but I do have the watch, the iPad, and the uh, MacBook, and a phone. Um, yes, and the phone. Um, I gotta go get my watch fixed actually because it's not syncing to my phone after the last update. But um, and I'm on my headphones at the moment, so I've got the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. The really great convenience of the iPad is I am a creative person. I do a lot of drawing. I do a lot of graphics. Um, I can jump onto my computer mm-hmm. and mock up something and do it by hand. And then to jump into the more detail, I just save it, throw it onto the iPad, draw it in a lot more detail, getting into the tiny stuff. And it, it's really fluid. Then with, I also write a lot and I do editing and a lot of copyright editing. So with all of that stuff, if I've got an email and I just get it while I'm like out or something, I can just pull out the iPad and it's a lot lighter and more convenient to take around with me than my laptop. Mm. I can just pull that out, fix that up. I've got one of the iPads with the keyboard, um, the keyboard case. Yeah. Um, so that can just turn into a mini Mac, like a mini laptop whenever I need it. But then the convenience of having a laptop at home is that I can do like, you, the, the, the iPad doesn't allow for like the heavy editing and the heavy processing stuff. Yeah. Whereas the iPad, whereas the laptop, sorry, does, like you can do that kind of stuff. Like I do all of our recordings on the MacBook because it has a bit more RAM in it. It, it can actually do the whole hour. Like there's, there's different benefits to each of them, and I like that, and I like the convenience of having all three. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, that's my opinion. And yeah. it, they all interact perfectly with each other, because, like, just now, like, as we started recording, I was looking up all of the PS5 stuff on my laptop, turned my laptop on to record, opened up the iPad, and because they're both on the iCloud, I just grabbed this everything off my iPad and opened it up, all the same files onto my iPad from the laptop without having the iPad. to do anything else. Yeah, sorry, or from the laptop onto the iPad without having to touch anything. So it's just, it's great that they're all synced. It's also now now having seen the iPad Air launch is the, um, well, the new iPad Air launch is the, 
is the, the the tools that you can use or the software you can use with the pencil. You know, for example, write the, the intelligence. So, for example, it can understand but the difference between handwriting and drawing. So if you're handwriting something, you can just drag that onto a note or into an application and it will paste it as, as text. Um, same with you could just highlight. Um, it knows how to highlight things and understand things. Like you could highlight and change colors of, of text because it recognizes it as text, not as drawing. Um, yeah. The fact that you can draw things like when they were showing the example of if you draw like a straight line across the page, clearly you can't draw a dead straight line. But if you hold down on that, what you've just drawn, it then converts it into the shape that it assumes you're trying to draw. So again, if you're, if you're trying to make a, a straight line, it goes, oh, this looks like you're trying to draw a straight line. I'll, I'll convert it into a straight line. Mm-hmm. Same with if you draw a circle, it recognizes that one, it's not an O or a zero. It recognizes it as you've drawn a circle. And then it goes... Oh, so you want to draw a circle? Sure. And then it converts it into a perfect circle as well. Like it's just, it's very intelligent, clearly. You know, these these, these apps are very intelligent. Um, now, yes, they, so they launched the Apple Watch Series 6 and the um, iPad Air, not the iPad Pro. Um, what I also very quickly um, keep being reminded of, I always think, why is it not, why did Apple not go with the eye thing? Why did they not continue the eye thing when it comes to watch? Now, I guess it's because they didn't want it to be called iWatch, because um, that sounds creepy. So that's why it's the Apple Watch. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I, I just, I keep I forgetting that. that. Yeah, but it's funny. I keep forgetting. Okay, every now and then just come back to the question and go, why isn't it called the iWatch? Oh, that's why it's not called the iWatch. Yeah, no, clever with the Apple Watch name. Um, yeah, so so basically from, from this launch, we'll get to the Apple Watch in a moment, but from this launch... Um, I'm not really sure. Again, I'm very excited for it, and I'm excited for the iPad Air because it's basically the cheaper version of of a Pro. Um, I'm not sure if there's just a regular iPad. Is there an iPad and then an iPad Air and an iPad Pro? Is it just iPad Air and iPad Pro? I'm not sure. Anyway, um, what's interesting, though, is that they seem to have confused their lineup a little bit, or they've made it confusing for us because they didn't launch a new iPad Pro at this thing. They just launched the new iPad Air. Um, but I, the- I think the reason for that um, is because the iPad Pro is such a big thing and it hasn't actually taken off as much as they wanted it to. Yeah, okay, well, but the, the issue I have here is that the iPad Air is cheaper than, the, than an iPad Pro, but it's also basically on the same level as it. So it basically makes the iPad Pro, uh, Pro redundant. So if they were going to keep it in the range without discontinuing it already, as in no longer selling it, and basically launch the iPad Air as the new version of a Pro kind of thing, um, they should have either launched a better iPad Pro to be like, no, don't worry about you know the fact that the iPad Pro is now literally the same thing as an iPad Air, just older. Like They should have done that, but they've just launched an iPad Air and said, look at this iPad Air, look how good it is compared to the Pro. Like, why don't you compare it to the Pro if you're not going to update the Pro? Anyway, um, so it has access to the pencil, so you can use the pencil on it. Um, it is now also going to USB-C charging like what the iPad Pro is. Um, it has a new chip in it, which is fantastic. Um, Apple says that it is 40% better performance than the, the what is it, the A13 chip? There's the A14 chip. It's also... Yeah, it's priced in cheaper as the iPad Pro. So, you know, I think in US dollars it starts at $599, whereas the iPad Pro is $799 for the 11-inch. So, you know, um, it's got a great new look, though, as well. I don't know if this is the same as the the old iPad range. 
I don't really pay much attention to the iPad normally. Um, I've likened it to looking more like the iPhone 5. And I said iPhone 5, not iPad 5. The iPhone 5. Remember when that had the the very square corners and then not glass on the back? It was that like plastic metal kind of thing. I always thought the iPhone, I, I, the iPhone 5 felt a little bit cheap. And I feel like this has that back. However, it seems to be a single piece of aluminium. So it looks like it's much nicer and sharper and cooler. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so we saw a lot of features for it. As I mentioned, all those cool drawing things but also you can do things like it now has access to the the, the keyboard case um which it didn't before <clears throat> that used to be <clears throat> excuse me used to be exclusive to the ipad pro now you can use that with the ipad air um yeah it seems to be be taking all the best features from the pro and making it cheaper there's also new colors as well there's a mint green there's a light blue um there's the space gray and there's the, the plain aluminium so that's really cool as well. It really and, is a throwback to yeah. the iPod Mini, isn't it? Yeah, it is in many ways. Oh, it like, is actually. Yeah. They're all the same colours. Yeah. yeah. Or the, um, the nano colour ones. Yeah. Well, do you remember that? Do you remember that when when so Apple had the iPod Mini with its pinks and its silvers and its green and its blue, and then the then the Nano one. came out. And when they made the remember when they made the video Nano. And then they made the um, the generation after the video Nano, and it had no the, the video Nano, and that one came out in all the weird kind of pastely colors. Yeah, this is that. That's the one. That's the one that reminded me of the Cadbury um, chocolate bar. The little, you know, the animal chocolate bar, the ones that's really thin. You can just snap the it. The furry friends. Yeah, that just reminded me of that. That that Nano, and this one reminds me of that as well. It's like a giant version of that. I had, and it was like the coolest thing ever, the iPad, the iPod 4 gigabyte one mm. the, the, in, in pink. And I remember, like, I can completely remember the feel of it because it was that aluminium mm. and it was so heavy. Like, it was so much heavier than my phone now. Mm. It was like yeah, a brick are. and it was just the coolest thing ever to have. I had the iPod Nano, but the, the first one that had the the screen on it so it had slightly better like slightly curved front edges and then it had like yeah, no, that's the, one the chrome I had, back the, the, the yeah. screen and when you it had the um circular touch yeah, the, yeah it had the the, the the wheel yeah the wheel and you had to like scroll it like an old yeah mm. that was so cool and and that that was that was cool that 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 no no i had the silver one um and yeah silver one and um yeah that was really cool and and was that what was it? Was that the first nano? Was that the second nano? I can't remember what the first nano. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, it was really cool. I loved my nano. Um, it was great. Um, I remember I had issues with my nano. My nano kept like it couldn't sync properly to the computer, and I always get really annoyed by it. Mm. But anyway, do you know what was really great about the iPods back then? What? You could put a well, no, you could put illegal music on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that was the best part. Always. And as someone who does not download illegal music anymore because it's I've made difficult. a pact with myself. <laughs> well, not just that. I, when I started music school, I made a pact with myself that I wasn't going to download music illegally because I was basically robbing my own career. Um, which I didn't end up going in, but still, you know, ethics. Um, but, yeah, it was just so much fun when you could just, like, Download all the music, plug you, it into your iPod. You still can, though. 
nothing's changed. Like, you can still do all of that. Nothing's changed. Can you, though? I, you can. download illegal music. How do you do that? Yeah, but you can... No, because... Because, um, I part... I, Apple iTunes doesn't flush exist. It. iTunes flush it. Mmm... I have an iPhone Not next always. to me that so, is filled with... Yeah. <laughs> I have an so iTunes collection was, that's full. This is a true story, and this happened in 2013 or 12, I think. Yeah. But I Apple was going through an update, and everyone at my university, we all had Macs, because all of our university yeah. assignments were <clears throat> on Logic X. Yep. Um, everyone... It was just easier. Everyone had a Mac. Yep. We used to upload all of our songs that we used to edit, like, because I was in composition. Everyone in composition lit track had to, you would turn their songs into WAVs or whatever the thing was that I, Apple took. Yeah. And we'd play, have it on our iPhones. That was the deal. Um. Anyway, then Apple did this. Update in which they flushed everyone's illegal music off. Yeah, I remember that. Accounts. I remember that, and oh my god, I was like furious. I had like four songs on my fucking iTunes then. <laughs> so that flush deleted. So I like I don't really talk about it much, but I had an entire album of songs that I'd edited and I'd done all the work for and all that, and I'd lost the Logic Pro. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Software. What's the pro? Yeah, the software. I because my computer got wiped. Something happened to it. I had to get it back. I hadn't re-downloaded it. Uh, my entire album was lost because Apple wiped the music. I had recorded eight songs and edited them and mastered them and everything. They were all uh, wiped. I lost them. I lost some of the original tracks because I'd opened them on iTunes once. It was Ugh. all gone, and I, uh, like, it was about a month later that I quit music because I was just, like, so devastated. I couldn't I'm fathom so what, had, oh oh, what to God. do with that. That's, that's so absolutely awful. For a very, that's the other reason why I don't like using iTunes, and I don't have iTunes on my phone. Even though I'm with Apple with everything else, I do not have iTunes because I'm afraid of that. No, they've lost their customer like, oh, for life fairly. Yeah. So... It was horrifying. Well, that that is horrific. Absolutely horrific. I don't recall. That never happened to me. That happened to me. I lost everything. I've still got everything that I torrented from the early 2000s. All my music, everything. And I've still got... So I, I have... Obviously, I've got the Apple Music app on the iPhone because it's built into it and I never deleted it and I've got Spotify because I do pay for my music now but everything that I'd torrented and put into iTunes or even before torrenting just everything I had downloaded and put into iTunes is still there it, it's did did you have it on like a backup drive no, no. Everything was in my I iTunes. I lost everything too. I, I've, I, I've moved it from nah. computer to computer a few times, but it's all there. Because my iTunes because still operates. Because what happened to me, Yeah. and this is what annoyed me, and a lot of people complained about this. I think this was also around the time when you 2 did that free album thing and they inserted it into your phone. And fuck that album. That's the yeah, bane of Apple's that. existence. Yeah, it was around that time. And that... 
what what the what their wipe of illegal music through iTunes did was actually went onto your hard drive and deleted it, and it was a big security thing. Like a lot of people cracked it because they had deleted the actual files from your computer. Mm, I because remember that thing. Because what you didn't know issue. what the t- what the terms and conditions said, which no one knew back then, was that once you uploaded a song, once you opened a song with iTunes it kind of tracked the file back and it kind of turned it into an iTunes file. It still happens now. Like if you have iTunes on your computer, you have like a file called iTunes library. Yep. And that iTunes library file is all of your music that it's turned into its own kind of yeah. collective thing. I don't know what it is. It's like a catalog. Type is. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's a, a catalog. It's an, it's an XML document. Yeah, yep. whatever that is. But yep. what they do is that once they wipe it, it all of your they can they can wipe it from their end and have all of your music on your computer to get deleted. It's how they stop from people also from like. So currently, I've got um, Carmen's uh, Apple TV open on my i laptop. Yep. Um, because she couldn't watch her stuff on her TV via her computer. So we hooked my t- my computer up because it's a Mac up to her TV and it worked fine. Um, mm. So we did all that and then, but I had to download. I had to. She had to log into her Apple account because all the shows were on her Apple account on my computer. What it did was wiped all of her TV shows from her computer automatically when she logged into mine, so that they wouldn't double up. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. But you agree to do it with the Apple, but that's why I've just never trusted iTunes again. And why I, I don't trust getting digital copies of things. Don't blame you. Again, I've always wanted digital yeah. versions of... Uh, sorry, physical versions of things as well. Um, yeah. The other thing, though, that we got um, moving on from... I guess, sorry, sidetracked. No, no, that's no, okay. No. Going back to, to iPad and iPad... Oh, iPod and everything. Um... Yes, we had Apple Watch, but we also had the release date for um, iOS 14, which was today. Now. It's out. Here it is. Do you guys get it? No, I haven't got it yet. We'll probably get it this evening. All right. Well, It'll upload while I'm asleep. I've already got it. Oh, yeah? How is it? I'm pretty happy with it. Um, Things do load a little bit faster, as is usually the case when there is an upgrade. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. The widgets are interesting. I haven't gone the whole hog and redesigned my my home screen yet. I probably will. But I, yeah, well, I, I do intend to. So I have had a look at it. I've looked at what's involved with it. It is fairly straightforward like everything else with the iPhone. It, it's very easy to rejig the layout. There's yep. quite a lot of widgets to start off with, but like anything, it's going to take time for developers to create their own ones to go with it. So personally, I, I'm excited for the prospect of Spotify creating a widget. Well, I, well, I know that, that a lot of developers are actually annoyed at Apple because they weren't told when the launch date was going to be. They were surprised that it was today. They, yeah. were, they thought it would be in like a couple of weeks and they were told... And Apple just went, surprise, it's tomorrow. And, well, yeah. well, remember how we reacted to it when, when yeah, we were we watching it. And we're, we're like, what do, you, what do you mean tomorrow? When when Tim Cook just went ahead and went, we're dropping Tim it Apple. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Apple and his 
What is it? Is it? I can't work out if it's a Texan or it's a, like a, if it's someone from I don't know. Louisiana or Florida or something can, like can, that. Can we just quickly point out how how disappointed we both were that he didn't get to use any of his <laughs> usual catchphrases? Yeah, I know the, the catchphrase bingo couldn't be enforced because of uh, social distancing. Come on down, get out here. <laughs> <laughs> just and then he like bounces off with his head bobbling along as someone show, else walks up. Show us what you've got. <laughs> what have you got <laughs> oh, for us apple. today? <laughs> I love that man. He's uh, He'll never be as good as um, Jobs, but no, but matter. God, he's entertaining, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he never. Tim fails Apple. You know that I have never watched any of these launches, so I've got no idea. What Apple, you guys are talking about the Apple keynote every year. Um, ever since You're Steve Jobs passed, thing. Tim Cook's been running them, and he just makes us laugh. It's so entertaining it's watching him. He just, he has his catchphrases, his little quirky movements when he presents the new, the new gear for the year. And it's, it is wickedly funny to I, watch. I showed, I showed Sarah this, but he has a really weird looking Adam's Apple too. If you ever look, go back and rewatch oh it, he's God, got a really he weird does, one. does, doesn't um, he? Oh, and no. the other thing as well, this year, I did notice that his hair is getting flatter. As in, it's getting more sculpted to his head. More, it looks more Lego. I did notice <laughs> that Lego. as well. He does. He looks um, like a Lego man. <laughs> yeah, he does look like a Lego man. Uh, yeah. So we we got the launch of iOS fourteen. I'm actually downloading it on my phone as we speak. Um, it's um, we... it, it. The other thing is, it, it moved very quick. It downloaded quickly, and then it installed quickly. It actually installed for me while I was in the shower today. I I, I got into the shower. There was nothing going on. I got out. It was already done. Convenient. It was very, very quick. I'm, I'm glad to know that there was nothing going on in your shower, though. <laughs> right. What do you mean? Um, Sorry. <laughs> let's, move right <laughs> let's move right along. Let's move right along. Oh, Bianca. <laughs> we did have um, the Apple Watch Series 6 launch as well. We did. Um, we should talk about that. Yes. Uh, there were some health apps that were launched with it. Um, there's a new chip for it as well. Um, they're also releasing an Apple Watch SE, which basically uses the same frame as the 6. However, it uses the same chip as the the old chip, basically. Um, what I found interesting is, though, that they were... Because they're still running with the Series 3 watch, which Apple kind of always do. They kind of tend to have an older generation watch that they'll continue to make in the background just as a cheaper alternative. Um Obviously, the 4, 5, and 6 are on the new platform. Um, 1, 2, and 3 are, are on the older platform, which we all have. Um, now, they're still launching the, the um, Apple Watch 3, and now they're doing the Apple Watch 6. <coughs> Excuse me. The the difference between the 3 in the range, which is the the SE, the 3, and the, the 6, the, the SE sits above the 3 considerably, but it's still behind the six considerably, so it's literally middle of the range thing. What does SE stand for? Why do Apple always calls the things either S or SE? What does Isn't the SE stand special for? Special edition. But it's shitter than the better version. <laughs> it's true. It, it like it is. It is. I don't mean that as an insult to the SE. If anyone was to get the SE, I'd be like, good move. It's a Apple Watch, and it's you know, it's not as good as the six. But why do you need it to be as good as the six? Like, it's something like 40% better yeah. than the, the, the 3, so why do you need it to be better than the 6, you know? like, But SE, it sounds like a simple extra. I don't know. 
S? I, What's no, the S stand is, for? It, it is special edition. Drew's right. Why? It um. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What's special Why? about it? I don't know. I'm not an Apple person. Okay. You're like not. I no well I am, but I'm not like that kind of Apple person. Not, I don't. I'm I don't. Not an Apple person. I just buy the products. I just have all the products. Yeah, but that's but that's it. I'm that kind of person. Like I'll just buy the products, and I don't give a shit about what's. Do they work? Yes. Are they fancy? Yes. I'll that. Okay, that's good enough for me. Like that's my logic behind it. So I like your I'm logic. Probably not the best person. Mm. I like your logic. Yeah. It's fair. Thank you. It's I, also really funny. It uses a lot of people. So looking just, at the I, yeah. yeah no so looking at the six. Um, there's new watch faces, of course. There's always new watch faces. Yes. Um, there's a new software update. Obviously, you can get that as well. There's new bands, which are called... I think they're called, like, one bands or something like that. Um, uh, which basically means that they... Uh, unlike the current Apple Watches, which either have, um, like, a loop system, loop lock system, or a um, traditional watch system with the actual buckle, um, these ones are just single loops, and you can just slip them over your wrist... And then they kind of they stretch over your wrist and they hold onto a wrist. So there is there's a braided version and also just a plain silicon looking version of it. Um, there's now an, a blood oxygen sensor in the watch. Yeah, that so, seems to have been the one they were harping on the most. In they the, certainly did. In so you know how speech. our watches glow green underneath and basically it's the the, the lights shining to watch the um the bloody what's the thing our oh, pulse. Yeah. So it's watching our pulse, so can do pulse readings and stuff like that. Just that old thing. That that thing. I can't remember the name of the thing. You know the thing. Um, so now they've got the blood oxygen sing- uh, sensor, which is infrared light, which will shine through and actually track your the the, the blood basically. Um, yeah. So it's a bit crazy. What do we need the blood oxygen for? What does it? What does that matter? How does it? How do I affect? How does it know how much oxygen's in your blood though? It does somehow. I mean it that's does. a good thing to know, especially like if you're a runner and shit. Like, what does it? What? What? what how can I do? Any, I I don't. Okay, because I'm not at all intelligent. I don't know anything about blood oxygen, so I know that that's important. But what does? How would I affect that? Would me running affect my blood oxygen level? Because if it is, I just um, won't run. You don't run. Like no. I don't want to be. Yeah. Well, now I'll have an excuse. I won't run to make me healthy. But you already you, don't. Do- yeah, well, I won't so, do it now to not affect my blood oxygen <laughs> level, Drew. Do you want me to answer the question, or do you want to just keep wondering about <laughs> no, it? No, say it. Um, so your blood oxygen level <laughs> does go up and down depending on your exercise regime, but it also can go further up and down if you like if you have illness. So it does like it can it, if you have a low blood oxygen level, you might have anemia, or you might have like something that's really good bad for you and it it can also be good for like if you are someone who works in like if you if you go up in a mountain or something like if you're a mountain yeah that's climber, the one i think that's the only it'll thing tell you yeah i guess I, I i guess it might be good for people who have actual medical conditions as well but like hey bianca do you want to know a fun fact know. You don't have a medical condition? No. In order to prevent a pulmonary edema, is that right? Yeah. If you're going mountain climbing or anything like that, or going really high up, they say you should have um, Viagra. That's actually a really good way of preventing... Oh, yeah. I could see that, because it it forces um, blood to circulate around your system. Yeah. But would it work on women? Uh, You 
probably not to the same same extent it would on a man, as in physically. But I think the effects of it, the pulmonary edema preventing things, would certainly help. But yeah, you probably wouldn't get a. Uh, how do I say this in a PG way, despite despite the fact that we all just said the F word earlier? A a rise on the mountaintop. <laughs> Is that what you call the loft in your apartment? <laughs> the rise so on the mountaintop. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. That's what I call my apartment. The loft in my apartment. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> so, Watch OS 7. That's the new software. Wait, hang on. Why is it Watch OS 7 if we're only up to the Series 6 watch? When did they do two in one year? Wait, isn't it, aren't we up, in, up to iOS, iOS 14? Yeah, no, no, we're talking about the Watch OS. <laughs> Good night, Dede. Good night, Dede. Good night, Dede. Apologies, guys. That was... <laughs> Bless that man. Uh, cameo from my grandfather. I'm really yeah, he's, well, he's, he's always part of it. He's won Sick Kid uh, of the Week before, hasn't he? Yeah. He has won Sick Kid so of the Week. So there you go. He's always always welcome. Um, okay, so we're up to Watch <laughs> OS 7, despite the fact we're only up to Watch Series 6. Um, there's a cool thing called family setup now, which basically means that if your kids don't have an iPhone, they can have the Apple Watch, so you can one, track them, and two, be able to call them at any time. You can have it set so that way it goes into do not disturb mode at school, so they can only look at the time and that's it. But yeah, it's just a convenient way of having that. And, uh, you can put meme, uh, meme, memoji stickers <laughs> as your watch face now. And that's about it. That's the end of, um, meme. Meme. That's, that's the end of the Apple Watch. So basically, the Apple Watch has small updates as always. Um, one thing that I learned, which is really interesting, is that lots of countries around the world are now um, organizing discounts for health insurance if you have an Apple Watch, including Singapore, because they value the, the health benefits of it or the, the tracking, what it can track. So in really? Singapore, for example, yeah, you, you get... Um, uh, you get um, subsidized health insurance if you have an Apple Watch. What the hell? Apple's well, done something probably, really good. <laughs> that's probably also like a double-edged sword for some health insurance because they'd be like, well, you know, you had a heart attack, but you haven't actually gotten off the couch for a week, so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, you know what I mean? Well, again, but but again, then just don't get don't pay for the discounts then, basically. But um. Or don't don't receive the discounts, basically. But you, I think it's interesting. I really think it's interesting that that's happening. That um, a consumer product um, is becoming it's something changing that is changing yeah, the world gen- to that extent. Exactly, um, and that that health companies um, and insurance companies and, and hospitals and things are recommending the the this te- this piece of technology um, for that that extent. I'm also surprised that it's not the Fitbit, for example, which is a much more affordable device. I guess what Apple can do is a lot a lot better. And, and you know, a lot of people slate Apple for sure, and I, I totally think that in many ways Apple do deserve a lot of criticism nowadays. I don't think they did earlier on, but they certainly do now. Um, but I don't think you can, you know, criticize them for, for the watch. I think the watch is actually, as much as I, I not regret, but I, I just, I do still am in the camp in some ways of Nah, it's not really a necessary device, the Apple Watch. Um, I'm now leaning towards, no, there is a real need for it. I think it is a really cool device, and there's definitely a lot of health benefits to it, for sure. Mm. 
I think that um, the Apple Watch, as we get more futuristic in technology, I think is going to come into more play. Mm-hmm. I, I, the, you you got to understand, like, the idea of having a watch as a communicator is something that's been around since oh, since the Get 19- Smart. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. Get Smart, like, <laughs> all, and, and all of the things that it could do. And now that we actually have the technology to catch up to it, we 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 stunted ourselves at what we used to think that the watch watches could do. Now we have this full range of possibility. The, mm. You can control your camera through your watch. You can mm. um, do all your all of the health benefits. Obviously, you can do walkie talkie. Yeah, walkie talkie. You can do actually call people. You don't need your phone anymore. You can go out nowadays with just your watch. I mm. mean, if you get a watch with a SIM card, um, with just a watch and your headphones. Um, yeah. You can pay with it. You can do everything with it that you can do with a normal phone. I've been and using think- it during very conveniently during lockdown because obviously you can't use Face ID when you're wearing a mask. So when I'm at the shops, I just use my watch. Yeah, like there's so many different things that we weren't thinking of that we could do. And I think the watch is going to start replacing the phone in a lot of ways and phones are going to be more like memory Accessories. banks. Yeah, accessories rather than being the watch as the accessory. Mm. Yeah. Um, The the watch would be the primary device. We might be going back to having a phone and a camera kind of thing deal. Do you remember when people used to go out and we all used to take our phones and our cameras? Yeah. I did because I was a weirdo. Yeah. But, like, I think we might be going back to that where the the watch is the phone and the actual phone that we use now is more like just a camera and a video and i basically um an ipod air oh it's an ipod I, ipod touch yeah pretty much um you know it's well wait no they didn't call it the ipod touch they call it the iTouch. um i've still course, got my original the, ipod touch right behind me well don't forget that i think did apple launch that during the the, the keynote did they launched their kids product the um the iTouch kids <laughs> Thank you, Philip. We were having some high-level conversations just there, and you just brought it all the way back down You're welcome. to the gutter. I brought it down to podcast level. Um, okay, let's move on to <laughs> PlayStation then, because I think we're running out of time, and also PlayStation 5 got launched last night. So, yeah, so Bianca told us, um, you all told me yesterday that there was a launch happening for the PlayStation 5, or a launch event for PlayStation 5. Drew's just sent us a picture of his iTouch in a little packet. Yes. Very cool. Cool. You that's still my, have it. That's my first box. ever iPod. Those boxes were cool. Remember those the glass boxes and everything? Oh, they were awesome. That's why I kept it. Yeah, they were, they were a bitch to open, though. Yeah, yes, they, they were. were. They were near on impossible. You'd basically look at how, you'd you, look at how you cool the, the device was and leave it on a shelf for six months because you'd never be able to open it. <laughs> I used to have to do it with a knife, like slide it in. Yeah. You know what they remind me of, though? Ferrero Rocher boxes. They're exactly the same. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, I completely yeah. understand oh that. Oh my I get that. god, yes. Um, so for, for viewers at home, it is just—it's just like literally a Ferrero Rocher box. Drew sent us a photo of with an iPod in it. So yeah, yeah. And so. yes, I had the exact same iPod. I think I've still got mine in my drawer. Yeah. So we had the uh, PlayStation 5 um, showcase, which basically they started off by showcasing a bunch of games. They did it in a weird order. They did it... I mean, I get the order that they did it 
on purpose, but at the same time it's a little bit weird. Basically, we had um, several trailers of games that we'd basically already seen at the last showcase that they had. So it was, okay, all well and good to see them again. We saw these games a little bit more detail. However, we then did have Final Fantasy XVI um, get uh, debuted or an announcement for it. Um, and there was a gameplay trailer for it. Uh, now, this is going to be a console exclusive to the PlayStation 5, which is awesome. It's available on PC as well, but for consoles, it's only on the PlayStation 5. Um, so that was cool. And then we had um, gameplay now of Miles Morales edition of um, Marvel Spider-Man. Uh, and that was cool, a cool de uh, gameplay demo for that. Um, I noticed that in the comments, everyone kept making the joke of being like, oh, this is the upcoming Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Because, of course, no <laughs> one gives a shit about that game anymore, but for some reason, Rockstar keep bumping it. Um, we then also saw um, Call of Duty Black Ops gameplay. Um, we saw a trailer for Resident Evil Village. This is Resident, Resident Evil 8. Um, we saw the Demon Souls remake um, trailer and gameplay. We saw a new Oddworld Odd trailer. Um, we saw which the trailer. I'm very much forward to. Yeah, oh, we yeah. saw the trailer, which we'll swing back to this in a moment. We saw the trailer for the um, the Hogwarts Legacy game, which is a Victorian style um, Harry Potter game. It looks fantastic. We'll come back to that in a moment. Mm -hmm. um, so we we got a lot of these trailers. Um, we didn't see much for Horizon Forbidden West. We did see a little bit on Deathloop, um, Devil May Cry, but that's kind of all we saw in terms of trailers. And then we saw the um, the launch of the PlayStation 5 again on screen. And then it came up with the costs and then the release dates. Now, they didn't... They annoyingly didn't go back and tell us the, the launch, which games were launch titles. They just kind of left it at that. So we had no idea until after the event when, um, for example, on Twitter, um, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales then did launch and say, you know, we are going to be a launch title. It's like, well, why didn't you put that in the showcase? Like, they literally did not mention it. They said... Holiday 2020. It's like, why not just say launch title instead of um, saying holiday? They didn't have to say that. I get that they were saving the release date, but why didn't they just say launch title? But anyway, they didn't. They made it really confusing. I, I actually think a part of it is also to do with the fact that um, Sony and now, I mean, they're, 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 they 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 they're more of a promotion for games now mm. more than the game center itself. Yeah. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, they're, so, they're more like a distributor than a producer. They're, that, they're the more distributor than a producer. So it's kind of yeah. like Hoyt's telling us that they have a new cinema in Marrickville. God can only hope. Um, please, pretty please. And then all of the movies saying yep we're then like all the new movies saying yep we're going to be one of the first movies to play at but they didn't cinema. but mm. they didn't but, that's, but that's that's my argument or my issue is that so for example so let's let's say you've got all these eyes watching your showcase event now you don't want to reveal when the cinema is opening because you're leaving that for well in this case PlayStation being released you want to save that for Sony to tell us when their consoles are releasing releasing why would you say your game is coming out holiday of this year rather than saying this will be a launch title? Not saying the date. I'm not telling you the date. So even if it gets delayed and it comes out, you know, next um, September, a year from now, it's going to be a launch title rather than being like holiday 2020. Because holiday 2020 happens after the launch of the PlayStation. So they basically didn't tell us the release date and they gave us the not wrong American release date. Not American holiday. 
No, but they're not on. They're not on Christmas holiday. No, but, no, they're on um, no, Thanksgiving. No, 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 they're on Thanksgiving holiday. That's Thanksgiving. A, that, they don't have Christmas holiday like we do. Yeah, it lands on. We Thanksgiving. have a proper Christmas holiday. Pardon. Well, anyway, the point being, they should have said that it was a launch title, and they didn't say it was a launch title, so that was very ambiguous. They could have said for all the games they said coming late 2020 or holiday 2020. It's like just say launch title. You don't have to say the date. Just say launch title. But they didn't. But basically, Mars Morales is a launch title. Um, so are a couple of other ones, um, inter- including the Demon Souls remake. Uh, yeah, so there's a couple of games. I that actually are have a uh, list of launch titles. Mm-hmm. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mm-hmm. um, Astro's Playroom, which I'm yep. not sure what that is, but I think that's, that's a basically VR. a spin-off. That, no, that's a spin-off of um, of um, Little Big Planet. Oh, okay, um, mm-hmm. Demon Souls. Destruction yep. All Stars, Devil May Cry Five, the Special Edition, Fortnite, Marvel's Spider Man, Miles Morales, and Sackboy: A Big Adventure. So there are the confirmed launch games. It's not <clears> um, bad for the a launch. F- con- the games coming at or around launch. These are unconfirmed. Um, Aragami Two, Bug Snacks, Bridge Constructor, The Walking Dead. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Control Ultimate Edition, Dirt 5, God, oh. uh, Godfall, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Jet The Far Shore, Madden NFL 21, Marvel's Avengers, NBA 2021, Observer System Redux, Oddworld, Oddworld Soulstorm, Outriders Overcooked All You Can Eat, Planet Coaster, Console Edition, Puyo Puyo Tetris 2. I don't know what that is. I'm just assuming it's Tetris. Um, <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege. Ooh. This one I'm excited for. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yeah. yeah that cool. Watch Dogs Legion and WRC 9. Um, well, there's some so pretty those, good titles there. There's some pretty good titles. But then, this is also what I'm excited for, because there's a few of these games that I have yet to play. Um, the confirmed PlayStation Plus collection game. So these are going to be the games that you get as soon as you get PlayStation Plus on PS5. Um, is Battlefield 1, Batman Arkham Knight, Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, which I really want to play. Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, God of War, Infamous Second Son, which did come out in 2014, Philip, I've double-checked. Mm-hmm. The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Part 1, Monster Hunter World, Monster uh, Mortal Kombat 10, Persona 5, Ratchet and Clank the Original, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and Until Dawn. So I those play are Days all Gone. the games will, that will be available in November or around November. Now, um, uh, Drew's been looking all over to find a pre-order of it because there's basically none left because it's sold out everywhere, essentially, because they do have limited um, supply, obviously. But uh, in some ways, it looks like they're doing what they, what you could do for the Apple Watch, which is when you can pre-order it. If you don't get the first lot, you get the second lot. I don't want to pre-order for the second lot. I'll just go and buy the bloody second lot. Like, If, if I'm going to have to wait, I'll just play wait. I'm not going to put my money aside and be locked into waiting in case... One opens up early. I'm, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right now. That's why I haven't gone ahead yeah, and put a pre-order on anything yet. Pointless. <sighs> well, grumble, um, grumble, grumble. Well, yeah. 
I have my pre-order and I'm so excited. I didn't know I was going to be excited. We and are very happy it. for you. We are thrilled for you. We are. But I'm... I've, this is the coolest thing that's happened to me all year. Like, it's just so stupid. 2020 just <laughs> took it just turned a corner, basically. Um, yeah. Let's let's discuss, guys, um, yes. Hogwarts Legacy, and then we'll get on to Ooh. the actual PlayStation itself, and then we'll look at wrapping up. So get, tell, me, tell me your thoughts about Harry Potter. Well, Harry Potter so, and Hogwarts. I love Harry Potter, firstly. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Um, Hogwarts, yeah, I really do. Um, but Hogwarts Legacy, a Hogwarts PlayStation game, has been teased and teased For over, since over we were in years. high school. Yeah, yeah, over ten years. Um, I actually forgot about it for a while, and then at the beginning of COVID, I started playing a Harry Potter mobile game, mm-hmm. and because I didn't understand how to play it completely, I started going online looking up like how to do this, how to do that. Mm. Um, and while I was doing that, I saw the screenshots for this game that someone had leaked um, back in 2018. So two years ago, this game, but it and it was at the same quality. So my guess is, is Portal Games, who, I've, who have made this game, Portal Games is a dedicated... Oh, Port Key Games, I think they're called, actually. Yes. Sorry. Um, they're dedicated to all of the Harry Potter stuff. They only make Harry Potter games. They only make anything associated with JK Rowling's, um, universe of Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts. Um, they've been, I'm, I'm going to be under the assumption that they've known about PlayStation 5 for ages because all of the graphics you can totally see are done for 4K, 8K. Like, it looks amazing, guys. (laughs) I'm... I'm stunned. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit I know about the game, other than that it's set in Victoria era. You're apparently playing an American student who was at Ilvermory and got transferred to Hogwarts in their sixth year. Um, you're going to be uh, put into a house in your first thing. Uh, you get to pick your house. Um, Hufflepuff. Gryffindor, man, Gryffindor. Um, Ravenclaw, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, you get to pick your house in your first get, uh, thing and then it's going to not just talk about... It's not just going to be about your time at Hogwarts. It's going to expand beyond Hogwarts. So you're going to be able to go into... Well, not just Hogsmeade, but, like, well, obviously Diagon Alley and all of that kind of stuff, but there's going to be some sort of from from the look of the trailer there's going to be more magical landmarks that we've yet to see in any of the films or thing that we're going to be able to discover so it looks amazing and i just i loved it so much i wasn't expecting it (laughs) bring it on i'm really excited for it drew yep oh i'm over the moon like i remember Shortly after Skyrim came out, they talked about how there like, there was rumblings that such a style would get applied to Harry Potter, and people had been wishing for it, and you know the, like the rumors had been swirling long before that. Like like you said, even while we we're in school, this sort of thing was coming up as a discussion, and you know I think everyone had just sort of forgotten about it or we just assumed that the mobile game was what they were focusing on because the mobile game is mm. really good and really interesting it's yeah. very, very easy to get addicted to it 
but I think we, we this had just dropped off our radar. But I'm glad they've waited as long as they have. They've given some time for all of it to die down, for the movies to have had their time, because it's been nearly 10 years since the last film came out. And yes, we've had it Fantastic Beasts. The last film came out when we were in year 12, didn't it? Or year 11. Came out in so tw- 20, 2011. 2011 part 2011. Two. Two. Yeah, yeah, Half-Blood Prince got delayed to 2009 and then part one was 2010 and part two was 2011 because it ended 10 years after the first movie. But they've they've given us time and even with Fantastic Beasts going, this is a very different thing and I'm, I'm thrilled that they're bringing it to the new console and with the imagery that we've seen from other games that are coming for the PS5, this is just you know, mm. the crowning achievement here, the icing on the cake. So I'm personally, I'm over the moon for it. I can't wait. I just need the one console. One thing that I'm really, <laughs> one thing that I'm really excited about, even so Drew, it's not going to come out till next year, probably. Yeah, early, I, I, I'm hoping February release. I, I, I Still know. Still it's coming. I, I gonna, know. It'll, it'll we're get now gonna hear in time with Final Fantasy, I know. We're now going to hear more and more information about it, which is the good thing now that it's a public kind yeah. of in, in, in the public eye, we'll hear more and more about it. Yeah. Well, from the, re- from the um, leak that I saw a couple months back, and I, mm. I didn't actually know it was going to get released next year. Mm. I saw the leak and it, I thought it was still in beta testing. So, because there was a lot of like, you could see like in the background, things were still being constructed in mm. the game world kind of thing. But from the leak that I did see of actual gameplay, so the, what the trailers released is kind of a lot of the movie stuff as yeah. well. Like yeah, the, the in-game cinematics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're of equal quality, and um, that's what amazed me. Because like, Ooh, yeah, I no just drop. thought it was, yeah, I thought it was just a stupid beta testing of like someone making it up. But then I saw this release, and I'm like, it's the exact same kind of style of footage. And this guy who was in it was running around the school toilets because there's something you got to do in there apparently. And he was <clears> running around there and like poos and stuff. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, Magical and, poos like, though. <laughs> Is this at a time when there were no toilets at Hogwarts and you just magicked it Uh, away? Avada Avada de Capra. De Capra. Crabra. Oh, Crabra. Got it. Um, But yeah, no, like the gameplay is of that quality and I think that's going to be really amazing. Mm. (laughs) Abra Abra good Crabra. Crabra. Yeah. I can't say that. Abra de no, Crap- no, it's really no, hard. It's not, it's Avad- really bad. Avada de Crapro. <laughs> it sounds uh, like you're trying to say DiCaprio and you keep saying I know. Um, Expiamus. <laughs> uh, or just yeah. keep it simple. Reducto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> straight out the bottom. <laughs> no, no, this is it's, it's simple. Akio Poo. <laughs> it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Leviosa. No, yeah, okay. So, yes, yeah, you have to learn all the. I love that one. You have to learn all the, the spell, all, all the spells for doing craps. Basically, it's the whole first chapter of the game. Um, the game looks fantastic. Bring it on. I can't wait to hear more about it. But yeah, we know now that it's launched. We're excited for it. Um, then there's the console itself. It, 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 itself. Itself. Um, Xbox a couple weeks ago, 
we have, but Xbox, well, well quickly before that, Xbox launched or added a spoiler um, or a leak about the Xbox Series S. Yeah. Not to be confused with the Xbox One S, um, which is basically going to be the baby version of the Xbox Series X, not to be confused with the Xbox One X. Or the Xbox um, Series S. Yeah, so the Series S is basically the baby brother of the um, Xbox Series X. Um, and basically, it's going to be an entry-level version of the next-gen console. Can't do anything extra exciting. Like the PlayStation Digital Edition, it doesn't have a disk drive. Um, but it's very tame and turned and toned down compared to the Xbox Series X. Um, and so they priced that at two ninety nine, I think. And then the then Xbox went, all right. Well, here's the cost for the other price for the Series X, which is going to be like four ninety nine. And so then everyone was like, oh, PlayStation were clearly, it seems like, going to be pricing their consoles a lot higher. So let's see what they do. Let's see how they respond. They've matched Xbox. That's in US dollar, by the way, US dollar. Um, they matched them here. Uh, yeah, so the PlayStation 5 will match. The, the, the disk drive edition, the normal standard edition of the PlayStation 5, will match the Xbox Series X mm. price of $4.99 in the US or $7.49 in Australia. Um, the PlayStation uh, Digital Edition... Which is identical in every way, except it doesn't have a disk drive, meaning it is a significant um, second console to what the Series S is for Xbox, because that's a much more toned-down, dumbed-down version of the Xbox Series X. Um, that's priced at three ninety-nine, so it's more expensive than the Series S, but it is a much better console than the Series S, and puts it much closer to the Xbox's actual console, the the um, Series X, basically. Um, despite the fact that the PlayStation's full version is priced the same. So I think PlayStation actually win the price war. Let's see if they win the console war. Um, so I guess they win the battle, not the war, yet. Um, yes, to the console itself then. So this is going to be Sony's largest ever console. We had that released as fact. I have the size dimensions here. It's basically going to be, uh, if it's lying on its side... Uh, 390 mils, basically 40 centimeters wide. Um, it's 104 centimeters tall, and it's 260 centimeters deep. So it's quite big. Um, I wonder if the digital edition is going to be 12 mil shorter, um, or yeah, you know, less wide, I guess, if it's standing up. Um, let's see what happens when they do the slim version, because you know how the slim version is always much smaller than the, the the launch version, and I wonder how it's going to look because this console's got such a distinct look. I wonder how they can make a smaller version of it with newer sizing. I don't know. Let's see how that goes. Um, we also got the con confirmation that some games are going to run um, at, well, well early edition um, launch titles are going to run at 120 FPS. Um, we know that because Devil May Cry 5 will be launching it or playing at 120 FPS. <clears throat> we also got the confirmation that the controller will be more expensive than they are on the PlayStation 4, but that's obvious because they do a lot more and they've got haptic rather than just vibration um, or rumbles. Uh, we also know that the games are going to be a little bit more expensive and then also the packaging is absolutely bloody gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, that's the PlayStation 5. Um, not completely. It's yes. going to be... So I've, I was looking up the specs earlier today and I've just pulled them up again. Um, mm -hmm. 800, this is for the digital console. So the digital console, you don't have a CD drive on it. Everything's just downloaded and it's going to have 800, wait, where is it? Isn't it 825? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. 825 internal memory. Yeah. So just under a terabyte. Um, but it's also got the option of external memory. So you can add extra to it. Or if you... But the, I think the aim of it is because it's a digital thing anyway. You have to get the PlayStation Plus membership and then you get all the free games and then you can just load everything up online. Yep. So, yeah. Um, guys, I've got a quote that I'm going to read out to you yep. from last week. Yep. The beacons are lit. Gondor calls for aid. You only got the first part last week, which is the beacons are lit. Does anyone know what that's from, Drew? That would be the Lord of the Rings. Correct. It was Aragon shouting that as the beacons mm-hmm. that were lit in Gondor the came over the hills all the way across New Zealand Gondor or Middle Earth. Gondor calls for aid. And uh, yes, so that and was our Rohan quote from last will week. Answer. Now that was last <laughs> week's quote. Do we have a quote for this week, team? Ah, uh, we can. We can. We should. We would. Uh, in actual fact, though, no, in actual fact, we're going to give it a break for this week, and, and you'll know why if you listen next week. There'll be a break from, from yes. the, the quote of the week. So, no, there is no quote for this week, actually. Um, well tied up. That was very good of us. Good job. Yes, yes. it works. Very, very, very good. Okay. Um, who is our sick kid of the week team? I vote for the whoever came up with the whole um, Hogwarts Legacy game, because I'm just super excited for that. Yeah, okay, I second then, that. Uh, okay, additionally, I, that I also vote in my brother, but that's just because of a personal reason. So, you know. Uh, are we going to have him on the show? I mean, we could. Well, then we'll hold off on that till he's on the show. Um, but he gets a special then, mention. <laughs> yes, yeah, special mention, and, and, and um, nominee is... Justin, but otherwise, the people that came up with the Hogwarts thing, you are this week's end of the week, and we'll have more details on you hopefully next week, or the week after, or whenever we um, are back with you again. Uh, yes, so that that's our second of the week. Um, but but um, do do stay tuned, listen out for the podcast for next week and this week and every week and so on and so forth, and continue to reach out to us and get in touch with us if you want us to talk about anything at all. Um, yeah, team, that's about it. That's the end of the episode, I think. It is. Excellent. Thank you very much for being on the show as always, team. Thank you. Thank you. Right, well, happy happy to, to be here and happy to be along for the ride. Thank you for listening. Um, yes, that's the podcast. Till next week. Yep. <laughs>